Hello and welcome to Portroid Cast, episode number 27. It's been nine years since I last uh, published a, an episode, but I uh, decided to kick it back off when a friend of mine, uh, Patrick Cottonoir, is that how you pronounce it, Cottonoir? Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, I always say Cottonoir, it's the laziest uh, way to do it. All right. Uh, my fine. friend, uh, Patrick Cottonoir, <laughs> I'll say it how you say it, um, <laughs> reached out saying that he was interested in being on uh, some, some podcasts, and I thought, what better time to kick it back up? And uh, so here we go. So Patrick, you and I have only met in person, I believe, three times. Uh, first I think time, so. First time is the time I took your portrait. You were working on the set mm-hmm. of Ghostbusters. That is true. And, and I was um, stalking the set, just taking pictures of the Echo <laughs> One, you know, just yeah. fun. And uh, yeah. I happened to know that you were there. So uh, we, we met up quickly and I took that shot. Uh, another time, I think I just ran in, into outside the Dell Close Marathon at UCB. Mm-hmm. And then a third time, um, I stopped by Marvel to uh, drop off a Jim Henson pop figure for you. But, Which uh, I love. And it was on it was on my desk until the day I left that office. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> mine is in a... And now, it's in my, and now it's in my closet. All right. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, besides the fact that we've only met in person a couple times... I know a lot about you because of social media, because we're, we've been sure. friends in various various formats for a long time. Um, yeah. There are a lot of things that you do uh, in your day-to-day life that, I, that are fun bits. Um, <laughs> and maybe you don't consider them bits. Maybe you're just, this is who I am. Um, yeah. I, I, I could list some, but I, I'd like to just jump into that and see if there are any that you particularly love. Sure. Oh boy. I mean, there's so many, listen, <laughs> you got to keep yourself, you got to keep yourself entertained in any way that you can, you know? Yes. And, uh, something that I like to do is very, very, uh, much stay committed to a bit long after it's funny. So, uh, for example, I mean, one of my favorite ones is, uh, something we call Elysium watch, which, uh, I found in 2019, a poster for the Matt Damon, Neil Blomkamp movie Elysium yes, in yeah. my subway station, uh, which had come out, I think three or four years before that. Uh, it was still up, still looked fresh, freshly, uh, you know, put up in the station. And I just basically was like, I'm going to take a picture with it every day until it comes down. Um, and I did it for over a month. It was probably like close to 40 days at which point I have to imagine it's my fault. It came down yeah, well. because if it stayed, if it, <laughs> If it stayed up for four years, you know, with nothing, yeah. and then I brought attention to it, it, it came down after that. Uh, but I found that, I thought that one was really fun. Uh, I was on New York One. There was like a, a Fast Company article written about it. It was yes, very dumb. <laughs> yeah, very, very dumb. And then you had something else with those subway ads. Maybe it was the, the Snowman or something. There was, There's yeah, there was the there. Snowman. <laughs> yeah, that, was yeah the- that one... That was sort of the 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 uh, proto Elysium uh, thing. It was basically the same bit, except you know the snowman had only come out a couple months before. But it was one of those things where like no one had seen this movie, and it was like right. it came as quickly as when. And it was uh, one of those things where I was like, all the other posters have changed. Why is this poster still up? Right. And it stayed for a while. It stayed for probably close to a month. Um, but yeah, I just think, especially in New York, there's a lot of odd things you can find uh you know on billboards or in subway stations where it's like why has everything around this changed with the times except for this right 
this yeah, one we thing. Have, we had, uh, you know, in, in our station, the Orange is the New Black new season mm-hmm. from three years ago. You know, it's still advertised. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, did someone I knows mean, about that space, I suppose. My station now is very weird because it is sort of still like frozen in time pre-pandemic. Yeah. So there's like the Chadwick Boseman 21 Bridges poster and there's like just corporate the comedy central show that went off the air like two years ago like there's just a lot of stuff that uh is no longer no longer relevant or current in any way and it's still up there yeah i'm just gonna throw out some of your other uh, classic bits the one that i i almost mute you for every year is the uh may the fourth bit Um, yeah of course around may the 6th i'm like all right but then i keep going i was like i've got it i've got to see it through (laughs) yeah yeah you know it's just posting a may the first be with you may the second be with you may the third be with you which is not an uncommon bit but it is one of those things that i find funny because people get very sick of it like you said around may the 6th but then by like may the 23rd you're getting those cheers you're getting those chants and everyone's like it's funny again yes yes they find it funny again which is uh great because it's been going for like six or seven years at this point so yeah and i I don't know if you always do this but i I did catch it recently where you started june the first um yes and i was like oh no (laughs) my favorite i like to say uh once it's june the first i always like to put up something where it's like guys we're done let's move on yeah the month's over <laughs> right we're, we're all finished with this and then like two hours later put up june the first which yeah. i think is fun all right i'm just gonna without with we don't do commentary but uh some of the other ones sure. and fun are uh, that you want more followers in a bunch of different canceled shows i like mm-hmm. that um mm-hmm. let's see uh all the groots that you were uh being sent and, and collecting for a long time that was a nice yeah. nice run i think currently yeah. you have one going uh with hats uh, you have a lot yeah. of um, hats from movies, uh, mm-hmm. different different shows, and uh, that kind of brings me into my next question, which is: You're someone who wears a lot of hats. You're so, not, not literally and figuratively. Um, it's a good. That yeah. was a good uh, connective tissue, though. Yeah, there was a little connective tissue there, but you know, yeah. just from my knowing, uh, you know, you over the years, you know, you're a, a, a talent booker for. Um, you work for a lot of the UCB shows. Uh, ask cat for example right and then now you've gone on to rats mm-hmm. rat scraps the new rat scraps. Yes. <laughs> the new version of uh, of a similar yeah. similar show um the george lucas talk show you're a producer on that and also on air mm-hmm. personality as part of that um i seem to recall was it that you were an intern or you you had some role on sesame street back or yeah years? yeah I- and that was this one was a long time ago. I was always very jealous of that. <laughs> yeah, that was this is a good story. I don't know if I've ever really told this story on a podcast or anything. I, I interned there in 2011, 2012, and it was my first internship. But the way that I got it, I feel like you'll like this because I know that we share a Henson love, a Muppet love, yes. all that kind of stuff. I'm looking at some puppets behind you right now. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, Carol Spinney, who played Big Bird and Oscar for 50 years, put out a book. Um, it was it was 2000. I mean, this is gonna age me. Show how uh, young and cool I am. Mm-hmm. 2004, it came out. Uh, so I was I was 12 years old, and my I loved the Muppets, loved all that stuff. I wanted to be a puppeteer at the time. Uh, and he was giving a talk at the Yukon Little Puppetry, which was like 45 minutes away from us. And my parents were like, "We gotta go. Of course, we gotta go." So we went. He gave his talk, you know, 45 minute uh, chat, just like talking about his career in the book and all that. And then he opened up for questions. And I asked, uh, do you guys ever give tours of the set? Because that was obviously, you know, trying to weasel my way into doing this however I can. Um, 
And he said, uh, no, not usually, but you got to know somebody. And then he like winked, you know, he gave one of those things. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's never going to happen. So we um, went, got the book signed, everything, put a picture with him. Uh, and then uh, sent the picture off to him to get signed. And he sent it back and, it, you know, we got it. And he, a couple months after that, I got a postcard saying, hey, Patrick, it's Carol. If you ever want to come to the set, here's my number. Let me know. Nice. Which is mind blowing. It's <laughs> yeah. wild for a kid who is obsessed with this stuff. Um, I did not know that he had pulled my father aside when we had met and he was like, Hey, give me your address and I'll I'll we'll make this happen. I didn't know that until maybe two years ago. I like asked wow. my dad about it. That's amazing. Uh yeah. So we, I went to the set a bunch when I was a kid. I, I think I went three times and met a lot of people at the show you know and they were obviously very nice because they you know you want to meet people who are interested in that kind of stuff to like groom them not groom that's a bad word but like to uh, uh to raise the next generation of people who want to work in that kind of industry because it's a rare you know it's a rare thing for people to want to do at that age um and i kept in touch with some of them and they got me in touch with the internship people and that's you know that's how it happened it was a very it was it was the long con. I played the long con to, to get in there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes so very, that's, sometimes that's the cool. way to go, you know, to you yeah. get in yeah. with someone and then it leads to something amazing. And you work yeah. nothing, but you know, you never know. And then I mean it's not that, that that's why you did it, it's just you know, the love of it of course. brought this about, which is uh, just incredible. Yeah. Um yeah. what is something, you know, in all the, these things that you've done um, in your life, what is the thing that you're most proud of? Uh, what, that you've been part of or that you've kind of helped create? That's a good question because I think it might have changed this last year. I mean, like, there's a lot of cool things that I've gotten to work on. I think the Gethard Show was something. I worked on the Chris Gethard Show for, like, seven or eight years throughout all, you know, all, all of its televised iterations through public access all the way through cable. Um, and it was definitely something that I was very proud of because I was the only talent person there. So it was truly, like, my thing from beginning to end, you know, yeah. pitching, booking, everything. Um, but then this year we did, uh, you know, 330 hours uh, streamed of the George Lucas talk show, which is a show that I produced uh, where this guy Connor Ratliff plays George Lucas and this guy Griffin Newman plays Watto, who is a CGI character from the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. And uh, they host a talk show and interview people as themselves. And, you know, we did a lot of stuff this year. We had Whoopi Goldberg was on and Kevin Smith was on and like, just insane, insane people. It was so much fun. Uh, and we raised like $200,000 for charity, which was really, really cool. Um, so I think that is probably the thing I'm ultimately the most proud of. But there's like so many, so many cool things that uh, I've gotten to be a part of. You know, I work on the President Show, interning at SNL for like two seasons was really cool. There's, there's, I'm very lucky. I'm yes, very, very lucky. It's uh, it's great. Uh, it's a great place to be, uh, you know, to, to be able yeah. to to transition and to do these, these types of, of jobs um, and to have it be your, your, your world. It's, it's, incredible. Yeah. And, and, you know, I kind of circle around that with my photography and, and again, that's probably yeah. me. I mean, I was doing stuff at UCB, you know, just classes and things, but I think we probably met because I take photos of a lot of the people that you, you work with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think I found you through, I'm trying to remember. I was trying to think about it today. It must've been like Tumblr or something like that. Oh, yeah. I had a, a, a and then, presence for a long time. Yeah. And then I just realized, Oh, that's the guy. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I know that guy. Um, but yeah, no. 
So uh, you mentioned some of the people that you had on uh, George Lucas talk show. Um, is there someone yeah. that was just, you couldn't believe you got this person in any of your jobs where you were doing talent booking, for example, or, or just uh, sure. what was kind of the, the um, big, you know, that you just were, were well, so good. Yeah. I mean, it's Mark Hamill. Uh, Mark Hamill did ask Cat, and that was truly the wildest thing in the world. Uh, obviously a big Star Wars guy. Um, me, not Mark. Mark is also a, a big Star Wars guy. Star but, Wars. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that was truly a crazy thing. He was like doing Comic-Con. He was in town that weekend. And he knew Anthony Atamanek, who was a guy who was doing Ask Cat a lot uh, because he liked all of his uh, uh, Trump impressions and yeah, stuff and like that from the show. President Show. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I also worked on. Uh, but it was... Uh, one of those things where I was able to, you know, be like, hey, Anthony's going to be there. You want to hang out with Anthony? And the whole week I was very stressed out because I was looking through his wife who manages a lot of his schedule, Marilou. And she said, you know, when Mark does a lot of these conventions, he likes to talk to a lot of people and sometimes he loses his voice. So if he loses his voice, you know, he's not going to be able to do it because like you need to be able to talk for that. And it was truly, I was so scared all week. I was like, please do not talk to everybody, Mark Hamill. <laughs> please do not do this. Just keep it low. Keep it low key. Um, but it all worked out. And he was the coolest person, uh, you know. And that it was one of the rare instances in the last few years where you really got to keep your cool, you know? Yeah. Because it was just like, you want it, you want him to like you and you want him to like think you're fun and all that stuff and it was uh it was very easy you know he's he's a guy who likes a lot of the same stuff that i do right uh when it comes down to it you know he's he's a nerd who and i say that in the most loving way possible but like we just talked about abbott and costello meet frankenstein backstage you know like that was like my way in because i knew he liked all the old monster movies and it was just you it, it, for me especially finding the thing that you can talk to someone about um that is not the thing that everyone wants to talk to them about I yeah think that's that was always, the way that's always the trick yeah um yeah and, you know and it from what i do also taking pictures of people and you know everyone comes up like you're saying and says the same thing to them oh i'm a huge star wars fan yeah. you know when i took a picture of uh kelly marie tran from mm -hmm. you know the, the more recent star wars the movies, best. yeah and you know i mentioned to her oh she was on comedy bang bang and so we should just, yeah. be like, oh, you know, lit up at the fact that someone mentioned something else other than Star Wars. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and we kind of had a fun little conversation about that. And it's just people yeah. talk about things other than what they always talk about and just be yeah, totally. human versus icon, you know? And I think that's great. I, I like, yeah, talking to people about mundane stuff is also something I like. Yeah. When, uh, when Will Ferrell was on The Gethard Show, um, just like talked about his hotel for like 10 minutes nice. it was just like oh that's cool yeah it's like a one it's got the one one bed that's a you know just like very bland uh small talk but it was also something where it was like we're both having fun it's not like this is like pulling teeth small talk it's like yeah i don't know it's just like we're just chatting about his accommodations you know um but i like stuff like that because you know it teaches you who the person is versus who the yeah. When you got to get them to drop the facade. That's always the most fun part. Yeah, because you you will get those situations where you say something to someone that that's been said to them before, and then they put up a mask, and then they yeah. do the the rote response of 
here, you yeah. know, yes, that was really fun to work on, you know, next, you yeah. know, essentially. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, once you break through and it's like, oh, you know, they light up. And I, and I think that's just, yeah. and, and for, for your job, you know, that's necessary. <laughs> you know, of so it's not just like, oh, this guy's, you know, geeking out on me about things that I'm proud yeah. of but at the same time. Yeah. You know, I'm not asking him. I'm not asking him if Yoda's nice off stage, you know? <laughs> oh, I wonder if he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, you know, he's old. He's old. When you hit that age, you get a little grumpy. it gets tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so who then would be someone that you want to book that you've always wanted and you just haven't had a chance or haven't been able to yet? Is there someone yeah. who are just like, uh, and you don't have to say if it's just like, I don't want to talk no, about it. No, I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it. I like I like making it as public as I can. And this again brings back to something we've already talked about, but my white whales, Frank Oz, and it's always gonna be Frank Oz until it happens. Um, I've gotten close, things have almost happened, and then uh, you know, doing too much press for one thing or another, and it just it doesn't happen. Uh, but it's it's the person who I, you know, I hit a point where I was like, Oh, that's kind of the only person left that I like really wanna have. You know, because, you know, uh, on ASCAT especially, it was like had Kevin Bacon and Alan Alda and Meredith Vieira and Mark Hale, just like all these really cool people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but who's the coolest person? And I'm like, oh, it's Frank Oz. It's like no question. Yeah. Frank is someone that hits. Oh, yeah. You got I forgot about this. You're you you know, Frank. I'm about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. You're it. acquainted with Frank. I'm acquainted with Frank. I'm on. I'm on a hug yes. upon greeting. Uh, status. Oh, that's good, Frank. Which is odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blows my mind. But just yeah, it's because of what we were just talking about, really. Yeah. Um, I've never talked to him about Star Wars. I've never talked to him about yeah. Muppets, even though those are two of my favorite things in the world. You know, like of course, this, yeah. It touches so many things and was a world changer. Essentially, you know, he and Jim Henson and he and George Lucas. Yeah. You know, kind of. He touches both those worlds. So, yeah. you know, I met him through that in and of itself show. Um, mm-hmm. Ran into him on the street with Derek, talked to those guys for a while, just about life, just about the show. He said, you have to come. I went a couple days later. He was sitting behind me. We chatted after. And then, yeah. again, like you were saying with the long con with with Carol Spinney, I took a, a yeah. part of him that first time I met him. And then a year and a half later, at the final performance, I did this magic trick where I took oh, a picture yeah, yeah, of him. I, remember this. I took a picture of him that that converted in the background to all the different images of the things that he had done. And it yeah. blew his mind in, in such a way that now he knows me from it. And that's why when I see him, yeah, I get hugs and like, oh, I can't he wants to that's know great. how I did it. And I'm like, I'm not gonna tell you how I did it. As soon as I tell him how <laughs> I did it then it's not fun it's not magic anymore yeah. and he doesn't need to ask yes. me and, and want to interact with me so yes it's a little bit selfish on my part but um that is very funny because especially because of that show that he was working on yeah you know it is a it's a storytelling show but it's also a magic show in right. in some ways yeah. and i feel like if he told you how things were ha- were done in that show You'd be like, oh, that ruins the illusion. I don't yeah, want to know. And it's the same it. thing. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. That's funny. But yeah. So um, I'll put in a good word for you. We're, we're okay. Tired. Thank you. <laughs> we're not trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I very much <laughs> But um, yeah. I, I think you're, you also are in circles that, that are connected with him. Mike Birbiglia's friends. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, it's tricky. And I, and I hope, I hope on your behalf that you get him. 
because yeah. he has a lot of good story. I, every time I hear him on something, he has incredible stories and it's just like, eh, he would be a perfect match. Um, There's a lot of people where you just got to get them at the right time. You got to have the right person ask them. And it, this is not just about him. It's about, you know, almost yeah. everybody where yeah. it's like, you just got to get them right when, uh, you know, right when they're in the mood to do something. Yeah, that that's definitely true. Uh, and that, I think that's just the case with anyone. You know, I may have gotten a picture of someone that had turned me down five times before that because they weren't sure. in the right headspace for it. Or, and it's just like, of course. And, and I'm, you know, early in my portroid career, I would get upset about such a thing and be like, oh, why would they say no? It's just like, oh, yeah, because they had something else going on. Or they yeah, and they're a person. Anything. You know, they're a human yeah. being. And then I see yeah. them another time and they couldn't be friendlier and they're, they're so excited about it. It's just like, yeah. you know, water under the bridge, you know. And, and yeah, that's you, I mean, you have bad days. I have bad days. Everybody has bad yeah. days. And you never know when, when those people are having that, which is also something when, when someone does a show and they don't necessarily you know, live up to expectations, no matter who they are, you, you have to remember where it's like, yeah, they might've just been going through something. That's fine. Yeah. It's okay. You know? Yeah. So um, my, my uh, next question is where you want to be, where you want to see yourself, you know, how you want to evolve in what you're doing, or if you're just, I love this so much and I just want to do this forever. You know, like if you have, yeah. have those thoughts and or if you're just uh, going with the, with, with the way that the wind blows, yeah, I mean, I've sort of gone the way the wind blows up until this point, and it's worked out. You know, I never thought this would be the thing that I was doing. Um, I'm happy that it is. I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I, You know, I want to work on a late-night show, or I want to work for some uh, Muppet capacity or some Star Wars capacity. Those are, like, the big three things. Yeah. Because um, those are my interests. You know, those are the things that I'm interested in. And it's like, and I'm very lucky in that, they may not be easily attainable, but they are attainable things. Yeah. You know, certainly, uh, in, in the world that I am in. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, their interests and their jobs don't necessarily intersect all the time. And I'm lucky that, uh, mine kind of do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those, those three would be the ultimate goals. Um, you know, uh, late night shows are tough because a lot of bookers don't leave those jobs. Those are jobs that you stay at for 20 years. Cause why would you leave? You know, so waiting for those things to open up is is a little a uh, little tricky, but um, I got I got nowhere to be, you know. Yeah. So we'll so see how it goes. Wait, you'll wait them out. You'll get there. Yeah. Or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. something will open, and, and it'll be the perfect perfect thing for you. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's the hope. I like I like that answer. It's good. Um, yeah. I think the the last thing the last question I had was what don't people know about you that they should? I mean, people, you know, maybe this is the first introduction again. It's been nine years since yeah. I did this. I don't know if I have any listeners <laughs> that are still floating uh -huh. out there, subscribed and forgot about it. Um, but if uh -huh. not, we'll, I'll push it to social media and we'll get some people listening. But just, you know, <laughs> is there anything that people should know about you or that you would like people to know about you or, you know, that's just is kind of a, a fun, interesting thing? It's a good question. Um, first of all, if anyone is listening to this because it showed up on their podcast app, I sincerely hope and you've gotten to this point. I would love it. If you have, please tweet at me and Rick and let us know that you were still subscribed because that brings so much joy to my heart. Uh, I think something that, oh, geez, this is tough. I've always made 
what, since I've been in New York, I've always said that I don't want to perform or like be on stage. Mm-hmm. And I think something that always surprises people was that I was the president of my drama club in high school. And I like did all the plays, did all the musicals, all that stuff. And I was so bad at it. Uh, but I, I liked it as a social thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, I get to hang out with a bunch of my friends all the time. But I was so bad at it. Uh, I couldn't sing. I like could barely act. The thing uh, I always find funny, um, I was the lead in this like murder mystery called Acts of Murder. And I was a, I was a detective coming into like... Sorry, is know, it A-X almost, of Murder? A-X-E? Or yeah, of, okay. yeah, of course. Okay, okay. No, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Acts, sure. Acts. Sorry to um, I had to make sure. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Uh, I, sh- I should have said that. Um, and I actively could not learn lines. I was like so bad at learning lines. And they always made a big deal being like you got to know your lines like of course how you know you'll mess up the play if you don't and i was like okay well guess what i'm a detective the whole play i'm writing stuff down in my notebook so you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna transcribe this whole dang script into my notebook and then i had to have a second notebook so when they called me out on it i could hold up the blank notebook and be like no there's nothing in here why do you guys think i would do that so i always find that funny uh and that's not something i've thought about in a while but um the fact that I, I've always been like, no, I don't want to perform. I don't want to do any of that. Uh, and then it was like such a big part of my high school career is such a, a, a funny dichotomy, but I just got it out of my system. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to have to fight for something that I only kind of enjoy, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's, that's great. <laughs> well, Patrick, I thank you so very much for taking, uh, taking time to be part of my, uh, the, the, a reinvigoration of my podcast. We'll see if uh, if yeah. this is a one and done, or if I'm going to kind of get back into it. We'll see. But uh, if it's a one and done, I'm happy it was you. It's been very fun. I'm uh, glad to know these stories, and I hope uh, all of my thousands of listeners are going to enjoy it as well. Or you know, if anyone subscribed at all, <laughs> but we'll find out. We'll let, find out let let the great Portroid uh, podcast assance begin. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Patrick. You're the best. Thank you, Rick.